0: listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host,
1: Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert and I'm here to entertain, educate and enlighten you about love, dating and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And I can promise you today is going to be a great show because the guest I have on, I've actually had him on before and he's The only guest I've ever had on before. That wasn't a personal friend of mine. And um, we're going to be talking about something that I know women, and probably men, will be interested in. And that is something called sexual radiance. So let me bring him on. Hey, Jay.
0: Hey, Lucia.
1: That rhymes. Here we are again.
0: Here we are again, and I actually pronounced your name properly this time.
1: Yes, the second time around it, did, right? it worked out. Yeah, yeah.
0: The second time. <laughs> so I've been practicing for six months you yelled at me so I... horrendously last time. I felt really bad.
1: And you are the only person I've ever had on twice, so what does that tell you?
0: Wow. I know. Well, you know, you are telling me before about something about X's, you know? Like, once you're done, like, you just never go back, but you actually... <laughs> went back
1: with me I'm, yes, and that I'm, makes you
0: feel real special
1: that's right, I don't usually go back but we can talk about that later <laughs> so wow. let, let me give you a Although every girl tells me
0: that, that you know, I'm different, I'm special, I'm the only guy I've ever done this with I, I hear that a lot, so I do to really believe that but I'll try to take your word for it
1: right, right, you know how girls are Okay, so let me give you a proper introduction. So, Jake Taldo is a proper introduction. That's right. Author, life coach who specializes in facilitating quick and permanent changes for his clientele, and he's also my future ex husband.
0: (laughs) Ooh, that is a proper uh, introduction. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So,. You. I mean,
0: we better hurry up and uh, get married now because I'm getting to the point where we're pretty soon I'm actually going to be too old for you, I think. Right. So I think we should marry now and divorce, otherwise it may never happen.
1: Yes, well, we'll get to know each we, other. By the way, where's
0: your, where,
1: where's, where's your
0: cutoff age again? Did we discuss this last time? I don't remember. Is it 25, discussed? 26? No.
1: Everyone thinks that. <laughs> no. Actually, you know what? I don't have a cutoff age. Wow. Well, maybe 50 <laughs> maybe 45 but um you know I, if, if there's an affinity there if you're vibing and if you feel the other person then it really doesn't matter it's just that usually i find that whoa, the people whoa, whoa. that i get along with tend to be much like younger that. yeah
0: sure like 16 17 absolutely i yeah, agree right they're fantastic not but, that
1: young okay. um
0: but we we have we have an affinity though so that makes me feel good that means uh uh, I may mean, actually have a, a chance to be your future ex-husband. So.
1: Yes, and and you so, and you.
0: Okay, would... cool. I mean, my day just keeps getting better and better today. <laughs> it's Fantastic.
1: And you're willing to move to L.A. because I'm not moving to New York.
0: Oh, uh, Silence. wow. Silence. You know, you, here's the thing. I'll make a little bit of advice. Make sure you have the guy ah. to some extent before you start making demands. You know what I mean? Like, you you're, you're, now you're on probation. I don't know about that.
1: Oh, but, but, you know, but, I mean, why uh, waste you know, I time? May, I may
0: consider moving for you, though. LA oh, okay. is beautiful.
1: Thank you. All right, so let's talk about your, C, well, kind of CD, but it's MP3, about sexual radiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it <laughs> tell it tell us what it is that you've just done with the sexual radiance
0: well before I tell you what it is how I to tell you the backstory behind all this how this all happened um, you know last time I was on your show we talked about you know one of the major things I do is my get your girl back coaching or well, you actually get your partner back coaching I, I coach women I coach gays lesbians the whole nine and, uh, what's interesting is, you know, uh, today NBC actually contacted me wow. and they're thinking about possibly doing a reality show on the concept, which wow. is really, really cool. So, I mean, who knows if going to go anywhere, but I had to make a demo today and, um, at my office and the gay pride parade was actually right next door. And so I'm, you know, walking through the parade, and I'm looking at all these, you know, lesbians and I, I, don't know, I just started picturing what you would look like if you were a lesbian and, and how the, so anyway, so let's move on from that. Uh, let's talk a little bit fantasies. So, one of the major things I do is I coach. I do a lot of dating coaching. You know, I help people get their, you know, exes back. And what typically happens is, you know, they will get them back, and if they don't change their behaviors, or figure out what they did wrong to begin with, they end up losing them again in two or three weeks' time. All right. So, a lot I do a lot of coaching now, especially with women who. You know, because a lot of women—I'm sure you know this, right? A lot of women can attract men, no problem, but they may have trouble keeping them for the long term. Okay, and really, what this comes down to, there's really three major components to this that I've discovered. Uh, three, three big ones, anyway. The first one is you have to be good and bad, Okay, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> Sex is such a huge <laughs> part of relationships. I mean, and you, I guess you can find a guy who's not that sexual and get away with it, but for the most part, especially like you, you cougars out there, I mm. mean, these young boys, you know, they want you to show them what's up, all right? They're looking for some fun. They want an experienced woman that, you know, is very confident and, and uh, sexy and really, you know, knows the ropes. Right. And the second part is, secondly, you have to be not only confident, but you have to have a very, you know, high level of self-esteem, self-worth, and first of all, obviously, confidence will empower you in the bedroom. It allow you to, you know, develop those sexual skills, be, you know, feel, you know, open with your body, everything else. And the self-esteem is going to prevent you from staying in the situation when it's time kind to of rot. For instance, if you the guy's just you know, just messing around with you, if he's not taking you seriously, if he's abusing you in any way, shape, or form, you need to be able to leave. So otherwise, the guy's going to lose respect for you, lose attraction for you, and then he's going to leave you. Right. Okay? And the third thing is just, you know, very simply knowing what it means to be a good girlfriend. All right? Well, how do you, you know, be a good girlfriend? It's simple stuff. Making the guy feel good, you know, knowing how to actually figure out what it is your man enjoys, what's important to him in a relationship, what are his, you know, major no-nos, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, you know, when these women come to me, you know, we tend to work on all three of these things. But one of the major issues for most women tends to be their sexuality, you know, for most girls. And mm-hmm. I know you don't have that problem. Oh, God. <laughs> how do you no, know? <laughs> but most, I I know, I know. And I won't tell your audience how I know. We'll just uh, let them know how I know. <laughs> but I know. And, uh, yeah, so, so unfortunately you know <laughs> as, a, as a life coach and a dating coach I mean there's not there's only so much I can do for my clients in the realm of you know helping them with their sexuality you know what I mean Like, otherwise you're just really walking a fine line between just being a you know <laughs> uh, and, you know yes anyway so I so this is pretty much how you know sexual rated started to become that I started, uh, started to come with So I'm thinking okay well what can I really do? to help women get to that place inside of where they can unleash their inner sexual, you know, power, you know, that that core sexual energy that's inside of every woman on the planet. And, you know, it's shut down because of, uh, you know, past, ex- bad, past experiences guilt, um, you know, poor body image, all these different things which you'll, uh, we'll cover in a second. So the biggest reason that I found why women have issues, with your sexuality, one, whatnot, even just issues in general, in relationships, it really comes down to faulty subconscious programming. Okay, so you know, very simply, you know, you have a conscious mind, you have an unconscious mind. Right? Your conscious mind, you know, thinks it runs the show. It thinks it's so intelligent, tries to remember things, it tells you, okay, we're going to use willpower to stay to the sick on this diet or whatnot while your unconscious mind beats your heart, tell us you when to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. make sure, you, you know, give up that diet after two weeks, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. puts willpower to shame. It, it seems like it's almost working against you mm-hmm. in every area of your life where you're not getting what you want. And the reason for that simply is your unconscious mind is like a, uh, well, in your case, you know, it's, it's like a really bright nine year old girl. Okay. It's like a nine year old child. So while, you know, a nine year old girl, eight year old girl may see, you know, mommy weeding the rose garden, and she wants to run over and help mommy, she may start ripping out the roses, right? Not knowing, you know, her intentions are good, but just not knowing that, that you know, you're not supposed to do it. Well, maybe not a nine-year-old kid. I and mean, hopefully a nine-year-old kid will know not to rip the roses, That, but you do understand what yeah. I'm yeah. saying. Uh-huh. So when the subconscious and the conscious mind are in uh, disalignment, the unconscious mind or subconscious mind will always win out every single time. Now, if you get into a situation when you're young, where you have a bad sexual experience, um, you know, God forbid there's any type of childhood sexual abuse, um, you know, or, or just whatever imprints happen to you in your first, you know, learning about sexuality growing up and or, or, you know, seeing other people have sex possibly or whatever it is, if those imprints get inside your subconscious mind, they will tend to act out against your will. For the duration of your life. And then when you start getting older and you're like, hey, why well, I just keep having these patterns. I keep doing the same things over and over again. Well, that's why. And you can't change them because, you know, just like it's hard to use willpower to stick to a diet because your unconscious mind says, no, we don't want to go on a diet. Like, change is that. Mm-hmm. So it keeps you doing the same thing. In the same way, your sexual habits, your sexual, um, you know, patterns, all these different things, the way you feel about sex are going to stay relatively constant if you don't really work on fixing that programming does that make sense
1: absolutely so okay. that,
0: that's the So it's basically, basically you know, a lot of people you know you know one of the big things now is like the whole like law of attraction thing you know like the the secret was really popular and whatnot and and it's all fantastic and, and what this stuff does it's just a different way of trying to reprogram mm-hmm. the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. okay so instead of you know when you think about all the things you don't have, let's say, oh, you know, I don't have the perfect eye, or I don't have enough money or I don't have the car I want. You know, the, the, the secret law of attraction says, well, if you keep focusing on that stuff, what you're doing is you're programming in a sense of lack into your brain. And whatever pro- gets programmed in, your brain's like a computer, right? Whether you stick in Microsoft Word or you stick in a virus, the computer doesn't talk back. It's going to give you exactly what you tell it to put out. So if you're focusing on lack of things, then you're going to get more of what you lack. But if instead you start, you know, visualizing and imagining and and feeling the emotions that you would have when you get the things that you want, you're programming your mind to start attracting those things into your life, okay? So, you know, of course, there's faster ways of going about it, you know, hypnosis, self-hypnosis, just some other techniques like that. Uh, The law of attraction stuff is definitely very powerful, however, for a lot of women, it doesn't work. In a lot of areas, I'm not sure if you've done any that stuff in the past, of but course. if it hasn't worked for you, there's a major reason why, it's because again, your subconscious mind is not aligned with those desires. So it's kind of like you know why like affirmations really don't work. You know, you look in the mirror and say, you know, say you're say you want to lose 30 pounds, and you're like, oh, my, you know, I'm, I'm I'm beautiful, I'm at my ideal weight. I'm perfect, I'm, I'm special everywhere, but deep down you don't believe it. Right. The back of your mind going, okay, yeah, BS, mm-hmm. no you're not. <laughs> Look at that muffin top, get back in the gym. And what do you just do? You just knock all that programming out. It did not get a chance to get into the subconscious mind, so your subconscious mind will not act on it. Okay, so okay. you need to have, in order to change the programming, you need to have the proper techniques to get the suggestions, to get the ideas inside the subconscious mind where the subconscious level then act on them and create them just the same way it beats your heart and tells you when to breathe and digest your food, okay? You want to set it up to be an automatic process. So the biggest reason why people do not have what they want is simply because there's a disconnect between their subconscious mind and their unconscious, and their unconscious mind. So unfortunately, your conscious mind, you know, it, I mean, picture like, you know, a game of tug-of-war. Okay, if you're, you know, picture your four year old kid on the side of your conscious mind, and you know, <laughs> the other side, of your subconscious mind is a dump truck. All right, well, the dump truck's going to win every single time, it's just the way it is. So, in order to get what you want, you need to get inside the dump truck, turn it around, and make it go in the direction that you want it to go. Does that make sense?
1: Mm hmm. And how do okay. we do that?
0: So, great question. Well, the first thing is, you, the first thing you, I mean, this isn't the issue for everyone. But I found there's three big clues when it comes to discovering whether or not your subconscious mind is working against you in terms of your, you know, in uh, terms of your sexuality and sexual issues. Okay, so the first clue is that you're not entirely happy with your body, and this is a big one, not just for women, but for guys too. Okay, right. especially all the, you know, the, you know, the crap they feed us in the media and whatnot. We're mm. never Pretty enough, we're never skinny enough, we're never, you know, guys aren't muscular enough. It's always an issue, always a problem. And all uh, well, the shopping going on, it just gets even worse, right? But oh. the problem with the core body image, it, it it lowers not only does it lower your vibration, we don't use like, you know, the law of attraction language. They say your vibration is like the uh I guess you just you know, you know, whatever you're focusing on, if you're focusing on positive stuff, you're gonna have a positive vibe most of the time. All right. If you're focusing on negative things, you're gonna have a negative vibe. And obviously you walk into a place And, you know, like, you know, say you walk into, like, a bar and there's, like, horrendously depressing news on TV, Uh Uh, you know, people that are sensitive to it, can they can feel it. They just walk in, they didn't see what's on TV, but they just feel this, you know, negative, like like, oh, kind of vibe in the bar, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone's watching TV, everyone's feeling negative, right, right? Right. At the same time, when you're around someone who's positive and energetic and uplifting and, you know, especially a woman who's just sexy and confident and just radiates this inner beauty, it's magnetic, right? There's just so you don't even, even if she's not in your physical type, there's just something about her that calls you that you will gravitate towards her. I mean, I've seen, um, speaking of muffin tops, so I'm going to share something a little, uh, uh oh. Well, something I probably shouldn't say. A little secret. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, my 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 uh, the girl I'm dating now. I mean, she's, she's very petite. She's probably you know five 105 pounds. But you know, occasionally I'll see a woman who is you know definitely not the you know standard of beauty that we have by any means. It's a girl with, you know, rocking a little bit of a muffin top, and I, I sometimes I find it incredibly sexy.
1: Wow. And
0: I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that feel the same way. Okay, so it's not just your physical body I mean look most models who you know work out religiously and you know they get tons of plastic surgery they you know they eat nothing to maintain this perfect body image most of them are so insecure mm-hmm. it's ridiculous because they're always looking for the most minute flaws possible Especially in LA yes you know how it is out there I know. right so <laughs> and what happens is when you're focusing on your flaws 24 7 even though you may be as close to you know physical perfection as possible you may not be as attractive to the men that you want, simply because you're really radiating this inner disgust for yourself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And again, it, it's very subtle, you know, but it, there's definitely something there. Of course, some, some guys just won't care. You know, oh gosh, she looks beautiful and that's great, but, you know, a guy that, you know who, who's, who's really in tune with himself, he's not going to want to be with a girl who hates herself or is just disgusted with herself, Right. you know, so anyway... Uh, there's actually a, believe it or not, there's something called the Mestin Sexual Psychophysiology Lab. Say that 10 times fast. Uh, <laughs> with, okay, so there's this lab, and they do some kind of sexual experiments. <laughs> uh-huh. Sign me up. Yeah. But anyway, so they did a study, and they, they found women that, uh, that have poor body images, on average, tend to have low sex drives, problems becoming aroused, and difficulty achieving orgasm. Uh Interesting, and that's literally nothing more than just you know, just not really being happy with the body. Oh, you know, know, and it's not crazy to be, you know, I'm just I got to lose five or ten pounds, or I'm just you know, I I don't like you know my butt or whatever it is. And those thoughts, as you know, innocuous and and, you know, you know, just neutral almost as they seem, are actually affecting woman's sexuality in a very very powerful way. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. The next one, the next clue is, what is the next clue? Oh,
1: <laughs> I didn't write that If
0: you don't feel like, oh, well, I'm, again, I'm just thinking about those mm. pictures I saw you last night. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you may not feel like you're entirely worthy of finding real love, okay? And this is a major, major problem. A lot of women have deservingness issues. And, and you know, some of the things from in the body. They think, well, because I don't have the perfect body. Well, because I'm too old now. Oh, my God, I hit 35. I was supposed to be married when I was 30. So that means that's it. I'll never find Mr. Big, (laughs) right? right? Like all this BS. But when you feed this stuff to yourself, you actually diminish the chances of getting what you want and increase the chances of giving yourself what you fear the most. And, uh, you know, this is very, very common with women who either had... um, You know, negative stories of men in the past, you know, bad breakups, abusive boyfriends, uh, sometimes just, you know, difficult childhoods or abuse, uh, you know, back in the day, father abused them or uncle or something, and they have a twisted view of what it means to be loved. They equate love with pain or rejection or all this kind of stuff because they were getting those negative imprints as a child. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the third one is you don't feel fully sexually confident. Okay, so let's take a look in history, throughout history. You have Marilyn Monroe, Angelina Jolie, like all the biggest sex symbols of our gay. I mean, again, I, I don't know. Like, to me, Angelina Jolie is really not that attractive. I, I hate to say it, but she's not. Yeah, she But is. there is something about her. I, well, maybe, I know you wouldn't want to hook up with her, but it's <laughs> not really not my taste. But there's definitely something about her that just radiates this, this beauty, this, this just powerful, confident sexuality. Uh-huh that makes her stand out from everyone else. I mean, you put her in, like, again, if, you know, if no one knows who she was, and you stick her in a, you know, maybe even now, maybe, uh, you know, five, ten years ago, stick her in a lineup with, like, ten different, you know, supermodels, she will still stand out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what is it? It's not just her physical beauty. There's something underneath that. They're, you know, these women are radiating something very, very powerfully. And to me, it, I mean, I really don't know exactly what it is. I'm assuming it's something with their core sexual energy. You know, there's pretty much all, I mean, you know, look at the you know, spiritual texts and whatnot, pretty much all spiritual teachers will say that all uh, energy starts off as sexual energy. I mean, that's the core energy in our body. It gets transmuted and, and transformed into different things. You can transform sexual energy into different types of energy. You can use it for, you know, concentration and then, you know, manifestation, whatever it is. But at the root of everything is sex, Mm-hmm. And again, it's one of the reasons why, I mean, not to get all conspiracy theory ish, but you know, one of the reasons why we're so guilt ridden and we're you know we we so you know, feel so shameful about our sexuality is because that's the easiest way to control someone. Mm. To make them feel embarrassed or shameful yes. of the most deepest part of who they are as a human being. You know, it's 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 very, very horrendous. So anyway, so when a woman is cut off from that part of herself because of guilt, shame or poor body image she will literally be perceived by the rest of the world as being much less attractive than she really is. And it's terrible. I mean, on an energetic level, it's like showing up for a date in like ratty sweatpants, you know, without, you know, brushing your teeth or taking the shower. Mm-hmm. All right. And obviously your date will come to feed is goldfish. You're not going to be surprised. So energetically, we need you to be just as fresh, beautiful, sparkling and, and you know, crystal clean as you would be in real life. And it's very, very important. A lot of women don't, I think, understand the importance of making sure that their inner beauty
1: Mm -hmm. matches
0: their outer beauty. Right. Okay. So again, if you have any issues with your sexuality, you're going to have trouble tapping into the powerful uh, energy source that's at your core, and you're not going to reach your full attractiveness potential. Okay. And this is why, again, why... I think, you know, shows like Sex and the Figure are so popular, right? Because there's so much guilt and shame and, and, you know, oh, my God, if you hook up with, you know, this guy and the second date, you're, you know, SLUT and mm-hmm. da 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 like all this horrible stuff. So when these shows come out, that show women being, like, sexually free and open and, and still succeeding and getting what they want in spite of it. Well, you know, women love that. Women, uh, you know, they, they vibrate with that. They radiate with that. It, it, it really touches them on a deep emotional level because that's the way it should be. Okay, that's the way it needs to be, and uh, again, in our society, it's difficult to do that. However, you can pull yourself away from that societal programming. By working on programming yourself, with stuff that's actually useful, and that's going to help you become more confident and just more in love with yourself, and that's huge. Now, here's the other thing. If you have a uh, issue with confidence in the bedroom, you may also have a hard time satisfying your man. And again, this it, issue, like I said, the number one thing is, really, it's, it's, it's sex and relationships, okay? Like, when you, when you have sex, I think there's a famous quote, like, when the sex is good, it's like 20% important. When it's bad, it's like 80%. <laughs> right?
1: You ever hear that one? Yeah.
0: And, and it's so true. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to be a porn star to satisfy a guy, a guy in bed. However, a big part of a man's self-worth comes from his ability to satisfy his woman. Okay, so while you don't have to be a porn star, do all this crazy stuff. You have to be able to really enjoy sex to the point where your man feels like he's doing a really good job and making you feel good. You gotta be interested. Okay, it. and here's the thing. So if you for instance, let's say you have trouble reaching orgasm, okay, obviously if I mean maybe you know, the the um and you know so some women have it real easy, you know, they can just at the drop of a hat, bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. So let's say your guy was with a girl like that. Now he's with you. And for whatever reason you have difficulty, It takes you a little longer or, um, you know, or, you know, you just have a different style. You know, you don't, you need a lot of foreplay and a lot of emotional connection to get to that level. And he doesn't exactly know how to unleash that inside you yet. But what's going to happen? He's going to think based on his past experiences that there's something wrong with him. Like, he just can't figure it out with you. Some you guys know, sometimes, you know, with their ego, oh, it's her, you know, you, you're, you're all messed up. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the king stud. But a lot of guys will feel like, they'll just feel rejected. They'll feel like, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, right. you, don't, you don't love me. You know, I'm not, I'm not hot enough for you. And he's going to start to feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. Now, when a guy starts to feel like a failure in the bedroom, you have problems. Uh-huh. Because this is when he starts to look for other women and maybe not even to have sex with but just other women just, you know, flirting and to make him feel desirable again, make him feel sexy again, right? It's just like, you know, when a man your relationship with stops appreciating you when he just has sex with you and barely connects, you know, he just, you know, you know doggy style and whatnot, <laughs> one, two, three, he's done, he's watching the game, uh-huh. doesn't take you out anymore for nights in the town, doesn't want to hang out with you, doesn't communicate. What happens? You feel disconnected. You feel unloved. You feel undesirable. So what do you want to do? You want to run out, and you want to find some other guy to make you feel good again. And women don't do this consciously, but unconsciously, you may find yourself flirting with some guy, maybe the guy at Starbucks or whatnot, you know, just to feel like you have it again, just to feel like, okay, you are sexy, you know what I mean? Because the guy you love, you want to have that love and attention from, you're not getting it, and you start to feel bad about yourself. Okay, so men feel the same thing, believe it or not. And one of the major reasons why they cheat, it's, it's, you know, not so much about finding a new shiny object to play with. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about finding someone who makes you feel good about yourself. Okay. Someone that makes you feel sexy. Someone that makes you feel confident and confident in the bedroom and someone who enjoys the pleasure and the things that you do for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you can't make your man feel that way and it's not that difficult, but you have to go first. Because if you don't, he's going to start thinking about getting it from somewhere else. Again, sex isn't that important to him. There's a lot of people who just really just don't care that much about sex. But I think that's a hard way to live. And I think if you really don't care much about sex, you probably shut that part off of you on purpose because of disappointment or, or shame or whatever it is. And if you open that part back up, you're going to have a much healthier and happier life. Absolutely. In almost every case. And uh, even, if you, even if, you know, God forbid you did have some kind of sexual abuse, it pays to go through the, you know, the, the small amount of pain you're going to go through in therapy and whatnot to get over it in order to get that amazing amount of pleasure that you're going to have later on. Okay, so, so important. So anyway, the pattern here is that the strength and speed of your vibration is actually determined by how you feel about yourself on a deep level. And this is why, you know, you can, you can. You know, there's nothing wrong with dieting, change your hairstyle, you know, buying new clothes, you know, all that kind of stuff. But on a deep, deep level, those things are not being addressed. Okay, you can mask it, you can, you know, you can, you know, wear the most amazing perfume and have these beautiful hair extensions and incredible makeup, but deep down, underneath the surface, that stuff will come out eventually. Okay, so the most important thing you can do. I feel, is working to reprogram yourself for sexual success. Getting to the point where you're confident, you're radiating inner beauty, inner love, you're, again, you're not going to get to a point where you're, just, you're completely 100% love with yourself. When we all have flaws. You'll have things about ourselves we're not happy with and whatnot, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when those things become obsession. I actually dated a girl um, about a year and a half ago, beautiful, beautiful girl, like stunningly beautiful. She's about 31 years old, and um, you know, I can tell by looking at her, she had you know a little bit of work done, you know, you know boobs and you know, shit her nose or or whatnot. But I didn't realize the extent of it. Hmm. And uh, probably about two, three weeks into it, she started telling me that she literally had like 14 different wow. you know surgeries done. Heidi Mont. And uh, yeah, oh, this was this <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> in the same day. <laughs> and this wasn't in the L.A. This is uh in New Jersey, actually. But anyway, yeah. so it was just really disturbing. You know, wow. Man, why? You know I mean? Man, how, how bad did this woman really look before that? Yeah, she really. Do it. But really, she was. She was a very attractive girl before. But she had something in her mind that she was flawed. And and she, even after 14 plastic surgeries, she wasn't stopping. She was she, she burned through, like, all her money. She had, like, you know, some money from an accident. When she was a kid or something. Went through to over, you know, $100,000. And still, trying to figure out how to get more money for more surgeries. Wow. So it it it's like it became a sickness. You know, it became like I'm employed until I have all these things done, then I will be perfect. And that's a horrible way to live because the second you get to that level, you're just gonna find something else that you hate
1: about yourself. So how long is not to get to the point How long did you date her for then?
0: Uh, after that, <laughs> uh, it kind of trickled off pretty fast, uh-huh. you, you know. <laughs> but, you know, again, you don't really know someone, you know how it is, for you know maybe at least a month or so, and you really start seeing who they really are. You know, like when you first meet someone, it's like you're we say you're You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're on your best behavior. You know, you see what you want to see, you show what you want to show them, and when you start really, you know, figuring out, like, oh my God, this is not a good person for me. I recommend that you all. Run to end it immediately, hit the road before it gets too deep. Because so there's just not enough, there's just there's just not enough time to waste time with someone who's not good for you. Right. So I would say it's probably like six six weeks total, okay. and then that was that. Yeah. She just wasn't the. I mean, I wish her all the best. I mean, she just wasn't the you know the right girl for me.
1: Obviously.
0: So, uh, but yeah, any sugar daddies out there that want to fund her plastic surgery <laughs> project, so I can guess they uh, him. Give you her phone number. Yeah. <laughs> for a, for so, a cut. okay so. Now so so now let's talk about, like you said before, how do we fix this problem? Okay? How do you fix it? Well, there's a number of different ways to do it. And if we're gonna talk about let's say the law of attraction stuff, law of attraction definitely works and, and it's 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 a mix of you know, this this like spiritual kind of like, you know, uh so no, I'm just open to the gifts of the universe, almost like new age, airy-fairy, but also mixed in with some cognitive, uh, you know, psychology that works very, very well, which is essentially, you know, you focus on what you want, and whatever is, you know, whatever you don't want, or whatever is detrimental to the path that you're on, you just take your attention off it. So when it pops up, you just stop giving conscious attention to the things that you don't want to have in your life. Okay, if, you, if it's a negative thing that has to be addressed, then you think about it. And you say, okay, how do I fix this problem? How do I address it? How do I solve it? You think about it, solve the problem, you forget it. But most people have this, tendency to just worry nonstop mm-hmm. about everything.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we're
0: well, oh my god, nine eleven. Now it's the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico. Oh my God. Well look, I'm sorry, unless you work for B P or or you're, you know, some activist, like there's really no point to really focus on it. You know, yes. you can think about it maybe fifteen minutes a day, you can sympathize with the poor people down there and these idiots that just can't seem to solve the problem, and get angry at them. But if you're thinking about this five, ten hours a day, well you're just wow. damaging your own life. You're destroying your own productivity. You know what I mean? So you know, productive people, very successful people, know they need to cut their thinking patterns off and figure out if you're focusing on something that has no resolution, that you can't control, you just stop it or you just cut that to a bare minimum, and you focus on things you have control over. Okay, otherwise you're literally just wasting your years life. of your life, mm-hmm. stuff inside your head about dumb stuff, and then what? And the end result, nothing happens except to make yourself miserable. At okay, only. so. Three keys let's cover now to succeeding with this process, the reprogramming process, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First key is you need to be incredibly disciplined. All right? For instance, all the practice stuff, you manifest stuff. How do you manifest stuff? They say, well, every day you close your eyes, you think about all the stuff that you don't have that you really want, and you focus on it. You imagine it coming into your life, you imagine the feelings you're going to have when you have that, and you express a sense of gratitude and a sense of expectation. Like you're happy with where you're at, even though it's not, you know, where you want to be because you know that that checks in the mail. You know it's coming and you're going to be patient. You know it's on the way. Okay, no problem. But every day you keep thinking about it and you keep imagining how great it's going to be when it finally gets in the ma- you know, arrives right in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. You can cash it and go buy that great stuff that you want. Okay? Mm-hmm. But the problem is it takes a long time to see results okay, a long time. And, you know, all the gurus want to make you believe, look, all you have to do is just, you know, sit and close your eyes, just, you know, visualize for 30 seconds, and then go about your day. But the problem is, look, number one, you're fighting against, you know, you know, forty, fifty years sometimes of negative programming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, which in your case is only, you know, you're twenty two now, so yeah. twenty two years negative programming. But for for most people it's just years and years and years and years of negativity. On top of that, for every thirty seconds that most people spend visualizing positive stuff, the other, you know, twenty three hours and fifty some odd minutes, they're thinking about negative stuff over and over again. They're not paying attention to all the junk that they're thinking about the rest of the day. All right. So, you know, you have like, you know, you're, you have the two jugs, uh, you know, two big pails on the seesaw. And on one side, you put one penny. And every time you put a penny on one side, you're putting, you know, a whole stack of quarters on the other mm-hmm. side. What's going to happen? All right. I and mean, matter how many pennies you put in the jar on the left, it's never going to you know topple over the other jar. So you got to be really, really careful. And that's actually key number two. You have to constantly watch your thoughts and be aware of these negative thought patterns. Okay, because, you know, like I said, taking two steps backwards every step forward is going to get you nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. Okay? The third key is you need to get your emotions involved. And when it comes then to, this has actually becoming a law of attraction seminar. I, <laughs> I know, should charge huh? for this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the third key is when it comes to the law of attraction seminar, people, one big step they forget to tell you is that your emotions are like the rocket fuel for manifesting what you want okay you have to get your emotions involved and again like there's this like i said all energy is sexual it starts off as sexual but it gets transmuted into different things so when you have an emotion that is well, you know cheesy but you know energy you know emo- emotions energy emotion right so it's a form of energy okay mm-hmm. so when you're visualizing let's say you know the beautiful yacht you're going to have you know next year you want to actually feel what it's going to feel like when you have that yacht and when you visualize, you really ramp up those emotions, get the emotions in your body. Okay, for instance, if you're going to visualize, you know, with, with sexual issues, how how amazing it's going to feel when you're completely free and you're completely open and confident in the bedroom and you're not trying to, like, you know, hide your imperfections or whatnot, or being scared. oh, no, what if it doesn't like my boobs, right? All that's out of your head, and you're thinking about how easy and free-flowing and amazing, the sexes and the connection. You have to literally feel that. You can't just imagine what mm-hmm. it's going to be like. You have to feel what it's going to feel like when you're in that state. Okay? So, right. I guess it's like make-believe. like, you know, you're a little kid, you pretend, all this stuff, and, you know, you feel really good. It's like that. You have to crank the emotions up. Very, very important. Okay? So, the so. so one last thing you guys need to be aware of is that even if you perform all these steps correctly, mm-hmm. the major issue here, again, you're still fighting the power of your deep subconscious programming. Okay. So again, it goes back to, you know, just something as simple as you say in an affirmation and then you don't believe it. You're like, no, that's not true. Uh, you know, and bam, it just gets knocked out. I mean, there's any doubt, if there's any, I don't deserve this. If there's any, there's no way this can work for me. I'm too far gone. It's been too long, right? Mm-hmm. If there's any, well, this guy Jay sounds like an idiot. You know what I mean? He didn't go to Harvard. I can't listen to him, right? You're literally just knocking out all this stuff. So here's the thing. Even if this stuff is total BS and it's just all a placebo, well, guess what? Placebos work sometimes 50% as well. It's <laughs> the actual medicine. Mm. So it comes down to your belief. If the belief is a positive one, if it's going to uh, benefit you. If there's not going to be any you know, negative effects from it. It makes sense to adopt it. Okay? So there's no, there's no point in being ridiculously skeptical if the skepticism is actually hurting you. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with skepticism, but if you can adopt a new belief, which may be helpful and there's going to be no negative benefits to it, just adopt it. Just assume it is true. For you to say, okay, well, maybe it is. I I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Let me try it. Right. Let me see what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very, very important. So I've actually been helping my, you know, my female clients do this for years, and, um, you know, we use a lot of different psychological uh, strategies, you know, we, you know, hypnosis and EFT and all this different stuff to figure out, you know, where their negative beliefs are, what their issues are. And I teach them how to actually overcome them themselves by using these techniques. It's pretty, pretty incredible. However, you know, coaching gets expensive. It takes time. You know, there's, there's a commitment there. Mm-hmm. So I was asking, myself, well, how can I help people on a bigger scale? You know, get rid of some of these problems, and you know, it's 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 difficult, obviously. I mean, you know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff going on, and you know, every person's different, and of course, you know, everyone has different issues and whatnot. But what I ended up doing was I created this product called Sexual Radiance, which is essentially a guided visualization tape, like you said before, it's an uh, MP3, which is designed to reprogram the unconscious mind and install all the patterns and all the ways of thinking and, uh, you know, the confidence and the sexual openness and just the, the inner radiance that every woman needs to really have the amazing relationship that they want. And like I said, every woman is different, but for the most part, these issues are pretty much universal. And the good news is, I know you said, well... I have way more than that special <laughs> radius. I don't need any more. Well, you can never have too much. And if you do have too much, well, guess what? I'm, I'm sure there's a, you know, your your body you has a saturation point, and you'll be okay. There's no negative side to You have too much radiance, too much confidence. But, well, actually, here's the benefit you might uh, you might <laughs> you might enjoy. Right. <laughs> My select group of testers who tested this out before I released it, mm-hmm. be, you know, because there's actually a lot of them, um, There's a lot of exercises where you're actually visualizing, you know, being with your perfect man and, you know, really, you know, feeling the feelings and and, uh, really opening up. And there's a lot of uh, deep work going on on a subconscious level that allows you to really just bypass your filters, bypass your fears, because, again, you're all alone, you're laying down in your bed, you have your eyes closed, just you and your mind. And when you tap into some of this stuff, it's amazing what you're going to start feeling. And a lot of the girls who tested it actually – uh, well, they pretty much told me that they had, uh, you know, more, uh, what word can I say? Uh, the climax is the proper word. They had a lot more of those, a lot easier uh-huh. than ever before. And they felt just really open and connected to their partners while it was all happening. And it just it just seemed very, very natural. And, uh, you know, the reason for that is well, one of the things is, again, you know, you're opening up these different channels, these different pathways as you use the, uh, the recording. And you're training your brain to go into these pathways with no resistance, with no, you know, with no fears and no, you know, blockages or whatnot. And also you're doing actually a conditioning process. It's almost like a, it's almost like working out, kind of, but for sex. But like mm-hmm. you're working out your mental sexual muscles. Does that even make sense? Uh, but there's something like that going on. And when you do this over and over again, you're literally training your body to respond differently while you're actually having sex with a partner. So, obviously, you know, some women, um, you know, they they enjoy it so much, they actually want to continue the experience alone after. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they you know, if they listen to it every single day, it mm-hmm. actually retrains the brain. Uh, again, th- th- this is one of the side effects. <laughs> I wish I didn't design it for that. It just uh-huh. kind of just happened like that. But, yeah, so it, it's a really good side effect, put it that way. It's, you know, there, there's no, like, blurry vision or, you know you know, vomiting or bad breath, none of those, you know, drug side effects. Only good side effects.
1: So, yeah, so it's
0: designed to literally put you in a state of mind where you literally become more confident, Mm -hmm. you become more open, and you start really starting to shed layers of, you know, whatever negativity you had, all the negative programming, the shame, the guilt, poor body image, all that kind of stuff, the universal issues that most women have to deal with. Whereas, I mean, the goal over time is when you... Again, the reason why people have certain vibes is another very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Is it's not always what you're thinking at the time. It's what you. Okay, think. for instance, like let's say you know you you meet somebody for the first time and they say, Hey, how are you? You know what I mean. You say, Hey, how are you? And you get a vibe about them. Okay, the vibe isn't always based on what they're thinking at the moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just walk up you and they say, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Lucia, well, she, you know, she's really pretty. She seems nice. Oh, uh, let me introduce myself. Like that's what's going on in their head. But you still got a bad vibe about them. Okay, why is that? It's the beliefs that they have Mm -hmm. that are pumping out this vibe 24-7. It's not always the thought in the moment. So what my tape is designed to do is literally change your beliefs about yourself, your sexuality, your confidence, all these things over time. And it happens very quickly. I mean, the girls who tested it only tested it out for about uh, between 7 and 10 days. And, like, you know, like, I got some, um, some of the testimonials up on the website. I mean, they're saying, like, you know, they randomly, you know, being approached by guys, you know, kind of like kind of like your lifestyle. Yes. When these guys just run up and, you know, crash restaurants and crash their cars <laughs> to try to come talk to you. And it's kind of like that. You know, you just walk around, you just feel more confident, you feel lighter, you feel more sexually free. Kind of like, you know, after, you know, watching Sex in the City 2 and you leave the theater and you're kind of just like... You know, you get that spree in your staff and you're just floating and you're thinking about doing something, you know, Samantha-esque that night. It's kind of like that. But it all happens on an unconscious level. And when your subconscious mind accepts the programming, everything in your life starts to change. You're going to notice it. You're literally going to notice men treating you differently. You're going to notice yourself feeling differently when you're with men in certain situations. You're going to notice yourself feeling more uninhibited in the bedroom, you're going to feel more in tune with your body and you're going to feel more connected to your partner because one of the things the tape does, it it trains you to learn how to put these thoughts out of your head to relax your mind and really uh, really focus on having that deep connection to really connect on that energetic level. Now, most of the know when you really connect with a man, that's when the sex really starts to take off. That's when you can really start to feel these amazing feelings in your body. And when you feel a disconnect, you feel like you're just going through the motions, but there's no real, there's no real like juice underneath it. And for a lot of women that, you know, what makes it harder for them to, you know, reach a climax and really have a good time. So they feel like you're just, you know, it's, it's almost like you're, you're well, I can't say that word, but you know what it is. Like you're just, you're just by yourself, uh-huh. you know, touching yourself.
1: Mhm. Masturbating. You know what I mean? You can say masturbating.
0: Oh, oh, God, I like this show. This is uh, a family yeah, show. It's like it masturbating. And, you know, guys feel that too occasionally. You know what I mean? I'll be with a girl and be like, wow, I, I feel like I just kind of like masturbated inside her. <laughs> it's like, there was no connection there. There was no, it wasn't like real sex. Okay? And, and you know, guys can still enjoy that for the most part. But, you know, most women, they really need that, you know, that connection. Especially if you're in a relationship, right? If you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with a partner, You need to have that connection, and ultimately, I think most people want to continue to build on it, and that's one of the reasons why you want to have a relationship, right? So you can continuously build on the sexual connection to ultimately bring you to deeper levels of sex, intimacy, uh, deeper deeper levels of uh, pleasure, I mean, rather, Uh, just really, really opening yourself up and exploring all the, the different sensations that your body can give you. And let me tell you what, I mean most people realize there's a major difference, I don't know if it's energetic or what mm-hmm. between masturbating and having sex with a real person.
1: Uh yeah. There's
0: just something different about it. You can masturbate all day long, but at the That's end of the day you're just you're still Jones in for a man. And then when you have a man, you might be good for a day or two. It's different. It's different. Even though women could obviously make themselves, you know, feel incredible in three seconds and most men are just fumbling around down there for a while, right? <laughs> there's still something different. There's some kind of energy or something that happens, and it's the same way for guys, too. You know what I mean? And on top of that, there's a difference between just having sex with someone and having sex in a way where you're really, truly connected, and you have this loving bond underneath it, and it just takes it to a whole new level. Okay, so that's what sexual ratings is really designed to do. Those are designed to really help you unleash all this inside you and get to the point where you're just radiating this magnetism that, you know, an Angela and would have, but, you know, more guys just want to, you know, come up to you, they just find you sexy just because, you know, you didn't change your diet, your, your hair still looks the same, but men are noticing you. Why is that? Because your beliefs about yourself are changing. So the energy inside you is starting to awaken and you just can't help but radiate that. Okay, and I, I guarantee you, I'm Lucia, the, the, the chair. You had. Oh god, I called you Lucia first. <laughs> I like you for some reason. Come on. Damn, oh my God. Shame That's how we could never sleep together. Because I would say that in bed, and that I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Gone.
1: I'd kick you out immediately. Game over. That's
0: right. Yeah, that, that'd be it. Okay, <laughs> and, and just like all well, your exes, I wouldn't get a second chance.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But um, you know, I I as beautiful as you are, I'm sure you have days where you literally just run out. You throw on some sweatpants, you put your hair up, no makeup, no perfume. In your eyes, you probably think you look kind of crappy almost. And I guarantee you're still getting hit on. Right. On certain days. Right or wrong. True Absolutely. True. <laughs> so it's not about having this amazing physical beauty. It's when you really believe that you're an amazing woman with a lot to offer. And it doesn't mean a damn thing that you're single or in a relationship, you know, if you want to buy into, oh, well, if you're not married, that means you suck. No, it's not true. It's all BS. And if you, if you buy into it, it becomes true, right? Because you mm-hmm. believe it
1: now. Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't believe it, it's not true. And you can believe the opposite, which is, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm waiting, I'm, I'm picky, I'm going to wait for the right guy. The right guy hasn't come yet, but he better damn well get here soon That's before right. I pick somebody else who's out of luck, Right? A rock, right? <laughs> And then you're radiating this amazing confidence and beauty and you know you have so much to offer at any age and and, you know no matter what your body type is whether you're interested in the guy who's uh, you know older than you or you want a young you know cubby guy it doesn't matter what you're into as long as you realize that when you're with the guy that you want you're going to give him an amazing experience and he's going to be um very lucky he's going to be really lucky to be with you (laughs) one happy and when you get yourself believing yeah and when you get yourself believing that that is when you start radiating this amazing energy. And yep. then, obviously, the second part of that is once you attract that guy to rock his world.
1: And, right? and I'm, I
0: think, uh, I think Lucia can help you guys with that. <laughs> yes, I don't know anything about that. That's but when she, you call me.
1: <laughs> so I feel like I've intended a seminar. <laughs> and thank you. Well, you, you kind of have. So I, I I, I guess
0: I, I should probably send you a bill in the mail. Thank
1: you for making my job easier today. I hardly <laughs> have to say anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I didn't do that Well, you know, so, but, and but, for your benefit. I mean, oh, you yelled at me non-stop, I think, the last uh, interview I had. So I figured, well, I, I just talked non yeah, she can't get she can't in.
1: That's right, she can't get in. So the website is jcataldo.com, and if you go under the Products tab, of course, you'll find the Sexual Radiance MP3. And uh, mm-hmm. that's it. We're out of time, darling. That is, how did happen? Why yeah. do you always... <laughs> At a I know. It was you
0: so know much I fun. It was like, but then I started out hour like, point I build up my conference. I'm just about to like make a move on you and then it's like, oh we gotta
1: go, okay, go. Yeah, like I every time. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Well maybe third time would be a charm. Oh. So Well I guess I'm gonna have to move to LA I to know. get my
0: uh to get my shot.
1: That's right. You will. You're so, not coming you're not coming to New York at all, ever really? Uh I don't know. At, at some point, I'm sure i have to Ooh, oh, oh, that sounds like a maybe. Yes. That's that sounds promising. That can be our first date.
0: Ooh, right, well, yeah, like I said, I'm getting older. I'm to get out here fast.
1: <laughs> okay. I got to run. You got to run. So thank you so much for being on. Again, it's Sexual Radiance, and that's jayquitaldo.com. Thank you so
0: much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: It was a pleasure as usual. Take care.
0: Take care, sweetheart. bye Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Okay, I really do have to get out of here. The show is over, but I'm sure you learned a lot. You're going to have to listen to this like five times. (laughs) And then, of course, go to the website and order the mp3 I listened to it. It was fantastic. Of course, like he said, I don't need any more confidence. I already have too much, maybe. (laughs) So, okay, and my website is theartoflove.net, where you can sign up for my free weekly newsletter. I have a book at lessonsoflove.net, where you can read a free excerpt. Everything is free, 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 right? And until next time, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.
0: You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.